0: Welcome back to the Come, Follow Me read-along. This episode contains the selected chapters of the Old Testament scheduled for this week. Thanks for listening. Let's jump in. (music) Jeremiah chapter 1 The following is a record of what Jeremiah, son of Hilkiah, prophesied. He was one of the priests who lived in Anathoth in the territory of the tribe of Benjamin. The Lord's message came to him in the thirteenth year that Josiah, son of Ammon, ruled over Judah. It also came in the days of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah, and continued until the eleventh year of Zedekiah, son of Josiah, king of Judah, until the people of Jerusalem were taken into exile in the fifth month of that year. The Lord's message came to me. Before I formed you in your mother's womb, I chose you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you to be a prophet to the nations. I answered, O sovereign Lord, really, I do not know how to speak well enough for that, for I am too young. The Lord said to me, do not say I am too young, but go to whomever I send you and say whatever I tell you. Do not be afraid of those to whom I send you, for I will be with you to protect you, says the Lord. Then the Lord reached out his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, I will most assuredly give you the words you are to speak for me. Know for certain that I hereby give you the authority to announce to nations and kingdoms that they will be uprooted and torn down, destroyed and demolished, rebuilt and firmly planted. Later the Lord's message came to me, What do you see, Jeremiah? I answered, I see a branch of an almond tree. Then the Lord said, You have observed correctly. This means I am watching to make sure my threats are carried out. The Lord's message came to me a second time. What do you see? I answered, I see a pot of boiling water. It is tipped away from the earth. Then the Lord said, From the north, destruction will break out on all who live in the land. For I will soon summon all the peoples of the kingdoms of the north, says the Lord. They will come, and their kings will set up their thrones near the entrances of the gate of Jerusalem. They will attack all the walls surrounding it, and all the towns in Judah. In this way, I will pass sentence on the people of Jerusalem and Judah because of all their wickedness. For they rejected me, and offered sacrifices to other gods, worshipping what they made with their own hands. But you, Jeremiah, get yourself ready. Go and tell these people everything I instruct you to say. Do not be terrified of them, or I will give you good reason to be terrified of them. I, the Lord, hereby promise to make you as strong as a fortified city, an iron pillar, and a bronze wall. You will be able to stand up against all who live in the land, including the kings of Judah, its officials, its priests, and all the people of the land. They will attack you but they will not be able to overcome you, for I will be with you to rescue you, says the Lord. (music) Jeremiah chapter 2 The Lord's message came to me. Go and declare in the hearing of the people of Jerusalem, This is what the Lord says. I have fond memories of you, how devoted you were to me in your early years. I remember how you loved me like a new bride. You followed me through the wilderness, through a land that had never been planted. Israel was set apart to the Lord. They were like the first fruits of a harvest to him. All who tried to devour them were punished. Disaster came on them, says the Lord. Now listen to the Lord's message, you descendants of Jacob, All you family groups from the nation of Israel, this is what the Lord says. What fault could your ancestors have possibly found in me, that they strayed so far from me? They paid allegiance to worthless idols, and so became worthless to me. They did not ask, Where is the Lord who delivered us out of Egypt, who brought us through the wilderness, through a land of valleys and gorges, through a land of desert and deep darkness, through a land in which no one travels and where no one lives? I brought you into a fertile land, so you could enjoy its fruits and its rich bounty. But when you entered my land, you defiled it. You made the land I call my own loathsome to me. Your priests did not ask, where is the Lord? Those responsible for teaching my law did not really know me. Your rulers rebelled against me. Your prophets prophesied in the name of the god Baal. They all worshipped idols that could not help them. "'So once more, I will state my case against you,' says the Lord. "'I will also state it against your children and grandchildren. "'Go west across the sea, to the coasts of Cyprus and see. "'Send someone east, to Kedar, and have them look carefully. "'See if such a thing as this has ever happened. "'Has a nation ever changed its gods, "'even though they are not really gods at all? "'But my people have exchanged me, their glorious god.' For a God that cannot help them at all. Be amazed at this, O heavens. Be shocked and utterly dumbfounded, says the Lord. Do so because my people have committed a double wrong. They have rejected me, the fountain of life-giving water, and they have dug cisterns for themselves, cracked cisterns that cannot even hold water. Israel is not a slave, is he? He was not born into slavery, was he? If not, why then is he being carried off? Like lions, his enemies roar victoriously over him. They raise their voices in triumph. They have laid his land waste. His cities have been burned down and deserted. Even the soldiers from Memphis and Toppenese have cracked your skulls, people of Israel. You have brought all this on yourself, Israel, by deserting the Lord your God when he was leading you along the right path. What good will it do you, then, to go down to Egypt to seek help from the Egyptians? What good will it do you to go over to Assyria to seek help from the Assyrians? Your own wickedness will bring about your punishment. Your unfaithful acts will bring down discipline on you. Know, then, and realize how utterly harmful it was for you to reject me, the Lord your God, to show no respect for me, says the sovereign Lord of heaven's armies. Indeed, long ago you threw off my authority and refused to be subject to me. You said, I will not serve you. Instead, you gave yourselves to other gods on every high hill and under every green tree, like a prostitute sprawls out before her lovers. I planted you in the land like a special vine of the very best stock. Why in the world have you turned into something like a wild vine that produces rotten, foul-smelling grapes?' You can try to wash away your guilt with a strong detergent. You can use as much soap as you want, but the stain of your guilt is still there for me to see, says the Sovereign Lord. How can you say I have not made myself unclean? I have not paid allegiance to the gods of Baal. Just look at the way you have behaved in the Valley of Hinnom. Think of the things you have done there. "'You are like a flighty young female camel "'that rushes here and there, crisscrossing its path. "'You are like a wild female donkey brought up in the wilderness. "'In her lust, she sniffs the wind to get the scent of a male. "'No one can hold her back when she is in heat. "'None of the males need wear themselves out chasing after her. "'At mating time, she is easy to find. "'Do not chase after other gods until your shoes wear out "'and your throats become dry.' But you say, it is useless for you to try to stop me, because I love those foreign gods and want to pursue them. Just as a thief has to suffer dishonor when he is caught, so the people of Israel will suffer dishonor for what they have done. So will their kings and officials, their priests and their prophets. They say to a wooden idol, you are my father. They say to a stone image, you gave birth to me. Yes. They have turned away from me instead of turning to me. Yet when they are in trouble, they say, Come and save us. But where are the gods you made for yourselves? Let them save you when you are in trouble. The sad fact is that you have as many gods as you have towns, Judah. Why do you try to refute me? All of you have rebelled against me, says the Lord. It did no good for me to punish your people. They did not respond to such correction. "'You slaughtered your prophets like a voracious lion. "'You people of this generation, listen to the Lord's message. "'Have I been like a wilderness to you, Israel? "'Have I been like a dark and dangerous land to you? "'Why then do you say we are free to wander? "'We will not come to you any more. "'Does a young woman forget to put on her jewels? "'Does a bride forget to put on her bridal attire?' But my people have forgotten me for more days than can even be counted. My, how good you have become at chasing after your lovers. Why, you could even teach prostitutes a thing or two. Even your clothes are stained with the lifeblood of the poor, who had not done anything wrong. You did not catch them breaking into your homes. Yet in spite of all these things you have done, you say, I have not done anything wrong, so the Lord cannot really be angry with me any more. But watch out, I will bring down judgment on you, because you say, I have not committed any sin. Why do you constantly go about changing your political allegiances? You will get no help from Egypt, just as you got no help from Assyria. Moreover, you will come away from Egypt with your hands covering your faces in sorrow and shame, because the Lord will not allow your reliance on them to be successful, and you will not gain any help from them. Jeremiah chapter 3. If a man divorces his wife, and she leaves him and becomes another man's wife, he may not take her back again. Doing that would utterly defile the land. But you, Israel, have given yourself as a prostitute to many gods. So what makes you think you can return to me? Says the Lord. Look up at the hilltops and consider this. Where have you not been ravished? You waited for those gods like a thief lying in wait in the wilderness. You defiled the land by your wicked prostitution to other gods. That is why the rains have been withheld, and the spring rains have not come. Yet in spite of this, you are obstinate as a prostitute. You refuse to be ashamed of what you have done. Even now you say to me, you are my father. You have been my faithful companion ever since I was young. You will not always be angry with me, will you? You will not be mad at me forever, will you? That is what you say, but you continually do all the evil that you can. When Josiah was king of Judah, the Lord said to me, Jeremiah, you have no doubt seen what wayward Israel has done. You have seen how she went up to every hill and under every green tree to give herself like a prostitute to other gods. Yet even after she had done all that, I thought that she might come back to me, but she did not. Her sister, unfaithful Judah, saw what she did. She also saw that, because of wayward Israel's adulterous worship of other gods, I sent her away and gave her divorce papers. But still her unfaithful sister Judah was not afraid, and she too went and gave herself like a prostitute to other gods. Because she took her prostitution so lightly, she defiled the land through her adulterous worship of gods made of wood and stone. In spite of all this, Israel's sister, unfaithful Judah, has not turned back to me with any sincerity. She has only pretended to do so, says the Lord. Then the Lord said to me, under the circumstances, wayward Israel could even be considered less guilty than unfaithful Judah. Go and shout this message to my people in the countries in the north. Tell them, Come back to me, wayward Israel, says the Lord. I will not continue to look on you with displeasure, for I am merciful, says the Lord. I will not be angry with you forever. However, you must confess that you have done wrong and that you have rebelled against the Lord your God. You must confess that you have given yourself to foreign gods under every green tree and have not obeyed my commands, says the Lord. Come back to me, my wayward sons, says the Lord. For I am your true master. If you do, I will take one of you from each town and two of you from each family group, and I will bring you back to Zion. I will give you leaders who will be faithful to me. They will lead you with knowledge and insight. In those days, your population will greatly increase in the land. At that time, says the Lord, people will no longer talk about having the ark that contains the Lord's covenant with us. They will not call it to mind, remember it or miss it. No, that will not be done anymore. At that time, the city of Jerusalem will be called the Lord's throne. All nations will gather there in Jerusalem to honor the Lord's name. They will no longer follow the stubborn inclinations of their own evil hearts. At that time, the nation of Judah and the nation of Israel will be reunited Together they will come back from a land in the north to the land that I gave to your ancestors as a permanent possession. I thought to myself, Oh, what a joy it would be for me to treat you like a son. What a joy it would be for me to give you a pleasant land, the most beautiful piece of property there is in all the world. I thought you would call me father and would never cease being loyal to me. But you have been unfaithful to me, nation of Israel. "'like an unfaithful wife who has left her husband,' says the Lord. "'A noise is heard on the hilltops. "'It is the sound of the people of Israel crying "'and pleading to their gods. "'Indeed, they have followed sinful ways. "'They have forgotten to be true to the Lord their God. "'Come back to me, you wayward people. "'I want to cure your waywardness. "'Say, here we are. "'We come to you because you are the Lord our God.' We know our noisy worship of false gods on the hills and mountains did not help us. We know that the Lord our God is the only one who can deliver Israel. From the earliest times, our worship of that shameful God Baal has taken away all that our ancestors worked for. It has taken away our flocks and our herds and even our sons and daughters. Let us acknowledge our shame. Let us bear the disgrace that we deserve. For we have sinned against the lord our god both we and our ancestors from earliest times to this very day we have not obeyed the lord our god jeremiah chapter 7 the lord said to jeremiah stand in the gate of the lord's temple and proclaim this message Listen to the Lord's message, all you people of Judah, who have passed through these gates to worship the Lord. The Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says, Change the way you have been living, and do what is right. If you do, I will allow you to continue to live in this land. Stop putting your confidence in the false belief that says, We are safe. The temple of the Lord is here. The temple of the Lord is here. The temple of the Lord is here. You must change the way you have been living and do what is right. You must treat one another fairly. Stop oppressing resident foreigners who live in your land, children who have lost their fathers and women who have lost their husbands. Stop killing innocent people in this land. Stop paying allegiance to other gods. That will only bring about your ruin. If you stop doing these things, I will allow you to continue to live in this land that I gave to your ancestors as a lasting possession. But just look at you. You are putting your confidence in a false belief that will not deliver you. You steal, you murder, you commit adultery, you lie when you swear on oath, you sacrifice to the god Baal, you pay allegiance to other gods whom you have not previously known, Then you come and stand in my presence in this temple I have claimed as my own, and say, We are safe. You think you are so safe that you go on doing all those hateful sins. Do you think this temple I have claimed as my own is to be a hideout for robbers? You had better take note. I have seen for myself what you have done, says the Lord. So go to the place in Shiloh, where I allowed myself to be worshipped in the early days. See what I did to it because of the wicked things my people Israel did. You have done all these things, says the Lord, and I have spoken to you over and over again. But you have not listened. You have refused to respond when I called you to repent. So I will destroy this temple that I have claimed as my own, this temple that you are trusting to protect you. I will destroy this place that I gave to you and your ancestors. Just like I destroyed Shiloh. And I will drive you out of my sight, just like I drove out your relatives, the people of Israel. But as for you, Jeremiah, do not pray for these people. Do not raise a cry of prayer for them. Do not plead with me to save them, because I will not listen to you. Do you see what they are doing in the towns of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem? Children are gathering firewood, fathers are building fires with it, and women are mixing dough to bake cakes, to offer to the goddess they call the Queen of Heaven. They are also pouring out drink offerings to other god. They seem to do all this just to trouble me. But I am not really the one being troubled, says the Lord. Rather, they are bringing trouble on themselves, to their own shame, So the sovereign Lord says, My raging fury will be poured out on this land. It will be poured out on human beings and animals, on trees and crops, and it will burn like a fire that cannot be extinguished. The Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, says to the people of Judah, You might as well go ahead and add the meat of your burnt offerings to that of the other sacrifices and eat it too. Consider this. When I spoke to your ancestors after I brought them out of Egypt, I did not merely give them commands about burnt offerings and sacrifices. I also explicitly commanded them, Obey me. If you do, I will be your God and you will be my people. Live exactly the way I tell you and things will go well with you. But they did not listen to me or pay attention to me. They followed the stubborn inclinations, of their own wicked hearts. They acted worse and worse instead of better. From the time your ancestors departed the land of Egypt until now, I sent my servants, the prophets, to you again and again, day after day. But your ancestors did not listen to me, nor pay attention to me. They became obstinate and were more wicked than even their own forefathers. Then the Lord said to me, When you tell them all this, they will not listen to you. When you call out to them, they will not respond to you. So tell them, this is a nation that has not obeyed the Lord their God and has not accepted correction. Faithfulness is nowhere to be found in it. These people do not even profess it anymore. So mourn, you people of this nation. Cut off your hair and throw it away. Sing a song of mourning on the hilltops. For the Lord has decided to reject and forsake this generation that has provoked his wrath. The Lord says, I have rejected them because the people of Judah have done what I consider evil. They have set up their disgusting idols in the temple that I have claimed for my own and have defiled it. They have also built places of worship in a place called Topheth in the valley of Ben-Hinnom so that they can sacrifice their sons and daughters by fire. That is something I never commanded them to do. Indeed, it never even entered my mind to command such a thing. So watch out, says the Lord. The time will soon come when people will no longer call those places Topheth or the Valley of Ben-Hinnom, but they will call that the Valley of Slaughter, and they will bury so many people in Topheth that they will run out of room then the dead bodies of these people will be left on the ground for the birds and wild animals to eat. There will not be any survivors to scare them away. I will put an end to the sounds of joy and gladness, or the glad celebration of brides and grooms throughout the towns of Judah and the streets of Jerusalem, for the whole land will become a desolate wasteland." Jeremiah chapter 16. The Lord's message came to me. Do not get married and do not have children here in this land. For I, the Lord, tell you what will happen to the children who are born here in this land and to the men and women who are their mothers and fathers. They will die of deadly diseases. No one will mourn for them. They will not be buried. Their dead bodies will lie like manure spread on the ground. They will be killed in war or die of starvation Their corpses will be food for the birds and wild animals. Moreover, I, the Lord, tell you, do not go into a house where they are having a funeral meal. Do not go there to mourn and express your sorrow for them, for I have stopped showing them my good favor, my love, and my compassion. I, the Lord, so affirm it. Rich and poor alike will die in this land. They will not be buried or mourned. People will not cut their bodies or shave off their hair to show their grief for them. No one will take any food to those who mourn for the dead to comfort them. No one will take them any wine to drink, to console them for the loss of their father or mother. Do not go to a house where people are feasting, and sit down to eat and drink with them either. For I, the Lord of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, tell you what will happen. I will put an end to the sounds of joy and gladness, to the glad celebration of brides and grooms in this land, You and the rest of the people will live to see this happen. When you tell these people about this, they will undoubtedly ask you, Why has the Lord threatened us with such great disaster? What wrong have we done? What sin have we done to offend the Lord our God? Then tell them that the Lord says, It is because your ancestors rejected me and paid allegiance to other gods. They have served them and worshipped them. But they have rejected me and not obeyed my law and you have acted even more wickedly than your ancestors. Each one of you has followed the stubborn inclinations of your own wicked heart, and not obeyed me. So I will throw you out of this land, into a land that neither you nor your ancestors have ever known. There you must worship other gods day and night, for I will show you no mercy. Yet I, the Lord, say, a new time will certainly come. People now affirm their oaths with, I swear, as surely as the Lord lives, who delivered the people of Israel out of Egypt. But in that time, they will affirm them with, I swear, as surely as the Lord lives, who delivered the people of Israel from the land of the north and from all the other lands where he had banished them. At that time, I will bring them back to the land I gave their ancestors. But for now, I, the Lord say, I will send many enemies who will catch these people like fishermen. After that, I will send others who will hunt them out like hunters from all the mountains, all the hills, and the crevices in the rocks. For I see everything they do. Their wicked ways are not hidden from me. Their sin is not hidden away where I cannot see it. Before I restore them, I will punish them in full for their sins and the wrongs they have done. For they have polluted my land with the lifeless statues of their disgusting idols. They have filled the land I have claimed as my own with their detestable idols. Then I said, Lord, you give me strength and protect me. You are the one I can run to for safety when I am in trouble. Nations from all over the earth will come to you and say, our ancestors had nothing but false gods, worthless idols that could not help them at all. Can people make their own gods? No, what they make are not gods at all. The Lord said, So I will now let this wicked people know. I will let them know my mighty power and judgment. Then they will know that my name is the Lord. <music> Jeremiah chapter 17. The sin of Judah is engraved with an iron chisel on their stone-hard hearts. It is inscribed with a diamond point on the horns of their altars. Their children are always thinking about their altars and their sacred poles dedicated to the goddess Asherah, set up beside the green trees on the high hills and on the mountains and in the fields. I will give your wealth and all your treasures away as plunder. I will give it away as the price for the sins you have committed throughout your land. You will lose your hold on the land, that I gave you as a permanent possession. I will make you serve your enemies in a land that you know nothing about, for you have made my anger burn like a fire that will never be put out. The Lord says, I will put a curse on people who trust in mere human beings, who depend on mere flesh and blood for their strength, and whose hearts have turned away from the Lord. They will be like a shrub in the arid rift valley. They will not experience good things, even when they happen. It will be as though they were growing in the stony wastes in the wilderness, in a salt land where no one can live. My blessing is on those people who trust in me, who put their confidence in me. They will be like a tree planted near a stream, whose roots spread out toward the water. It has nothing to fear when the heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no need to be concerned in a year of drought. It does not stop bearing fruit. The human mind is more deceitful than anything else. It is incurably bad. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, probe into people's minds. I examine people's hearts. I deal with each person according to how he has behaved. I give them what they deserve, based on what they have done. The person who gathers wealth by unjust means, is like the partridge that broods over eggs but does not hatch them. Before his life is half over, he will lose his ill-gotten gains. At the end of his life, it will be clear he was a fool. Then I said, Lord, from the very beginning, you have been seated on your glorious throne on high. You are the place where we can find refuge. You are the one in whom Israel may find hope. All who leave you will suffer shame, Those who turn away from you will be consigned to the netherworld, for they have rejected you, the Lord, the fountain of life. Lord, grant me relief from my suffering, so that I may have some relief. Rescue me from those who persecute me, so that I may be rescued, for you give me reason to praise. Listen to what they are saying to me. Where are the things the Lord threatens us with? May it please happen But I have not pestered you to bring disaster. I have not desired the time of irreparable devastation. You know that. You are fully aware of every word that I have spoken. Do not cause me dismay. You are my source of safety in times of trouble. May those who persecute me be disgraced. Do not let me be disgraced. May they be dismayed. Do not let me be dismayed. Bring days of disaster on them. Bring on them the destruction they deserve. The Lord told me, go and stand in the people's gate through which the kings of Judah enter and leave the city. Then go and stand in all the other gates of the city of Jerusalem. And then announce to them, listen to the Lord's message, you kings of Judah, and everyone from Judah, and all you citizens of Jerusalem, those who pass through these gates. The Lord says, be very careful if you value your lives. Do not carry any loads in through the gates of Jerusalem on the Sabbath day. Do not carry any loads out of your houses or do any work on the Sabbath day. But observe the Sabbath day as a day set apart to the Lord, as I commanded your ancestors. Your ancestors, however, did not listen to me or pay attention to me. They stubbornly refused to pay attention or to respond to any discipline. The Lord says, you must make sure to obey me. You must not bring any loads through the gates of this city on the Sabbath day. You must set the Sabbath day apart to me. You must not do any work on that day. If you do this, then the kings and princes who follow in David's succession and ride in chariots or on horses will continue to enter through these gates, as well as their officials and the people of Judah and the citizens of Jerusalem. This city will always be filled with people. Then people will come here from the towns in Judah, from the villages surrounding Jerusalem, from the territory of Benjamin, from the foothills, from the southern hill country, and from the southern part of Judah. They will come bringing offerings to the temple of the Lord, burnt offerings, sacrifices, grain offerings, and incense along with their thank offerings. But you must obey me and set the Sabbath day apart to me, You must not carry any loads in through the gates of Jerusalem on the Sabbath day. If you disobey, I will set the gates of Jerusalem on fire. I will burn down all the fortified dwellings in Jerusalem, and no one will be able to put it out. Jeremiah chapter 18 The Lord said to Jeremiah, Go down at once to the potter's house. I will speak to you further there. So I went down to the potter's house and found him working at his wheel. Now and then there would be something wrong with the pot he was molding from the clay with his hands. So he would rework the clay into another kind of pot as he saw fit. Then the Lord's message came to me. I, the Lord, say, O nation of Israel, Can I not deal with you as this potter deals with the clay? In my hands you, O nation of Israel, are just like the clay in this potter's hand. There are times, Jeremiah, when I threaten to uproot, tear down, and destroy a nation or kingdom. But if that nation I threatened stops doing wrong, I will cancel the destruction I intended to do to it. And there are times when I promise to build up and establish a nation or kingdom. But if that nation does what displeases me, and does not obey me, then I will cancel the good I promised to do to it. So now, tell the people of Judah and the citizens of Jerusalem this. The Lord says, I am preparing to bring disaster on you. I am making plans to punish you. So every one of you, stop the evil things you have been doing. Correct the way you have been living, and do what is right. But they just keep saying, We do not care what you say. We will do whatever we want to do. We will continue to behave wickedly and stubbornly. Therefore, the Lord says, Ask the people of other nations whether they have heard anything like this. Israel should have been like a virgin, but she has done something utterly revolting. Does the snow ever completely vanish from the rocky slopes of Lebanon? Do the cool waters from those distant mountains ever cease to flow? Yet my people have forgotten me and offered sacrifices to worthless idols. This makes them stumble along in the way they live and leave the old reliable path of their fathers. They have left them to walk in bypaths, in roads that are not smooth and level. So their land will become an object of horror. People will forever hiss out their scorn over it. All who pass that way will be filled with horror, and will shake their heads in derision. I will scatter them before their enemies, like dust blowing in front of a burning east wind. I will turn my back on them, and not look favorably on them, when disaster strikes them. Then some people said, Come on, let us consider how to deal with Jeremiah. There will still be priests to instruct us, wise men to give us advice, and prophets to declare God's word. Come on, let's bring charges against him, and get rid of him. Then we will not need to pay attention to anything he says. Then I said, Lord, pay attention to me. Listen to what my enemies are saying. Should good be paid back with evil? Yet they are virtually digging a pit to kill me. Just remember how I stood before you, pleading on their behalf to keep you from venting your anger on them. So let their children die of starvation." Let them be cut down by the sword. Let their wives lose their husbands and children. Let the older men die of disease and the younger men die by the sword in battle. Let cries of terror be heard in their houses. When you send bands of raiders unexpectedly to plunder them. For they have virtually dug a pit to capture me and have hidden traps for me to step into. But you, Lord, know all their plots to kill me. Do not pardon their crimes. Do not ignore their sins as though you had erased them. Let them be brought down in defeat before you. Deal with them while you are still angry. (music) Jeremiah chapter 20. Now Pashur, son of Immer, heard Jeremiah prophesy these things. He was the priest who is the chief of security in the Lord's temple. When he heard Jeremiah's prophecy, he had the prophet flogged. Then he put him in the stocks that were at the upper gate of Benjamin in the Lord's temple. But the next day, Pashur released Jeremiah from the stocks. When he did, Jeremiah said to him, The Lord's name for you is not Pashur, but terror is everywhere. For the Lord says, I will make both you and your friends terrified of what will happen to you. You will see all of them die by the swords of their enemies. I will hand all the people of Judah over to the king of Babylon. He will carry some of them away into exile in Babylon, and he will kill others of them with the sword. I will hand over all the wealth of this city to their enemies. I will hand over to them all the fruits of the labor of the people of this city and all their prized possession, as well as all the treasures of the kings of Judah. Their enemies will seize it all as plunder, and carry it off to Babylon. You, Pashur, and all your household will go into exile in Babylon. You will die there, and you will be buried there. The same thing will happen to all your friends, to whom you have prophesied lies. Lord, you coerced me into being a prophet, and I allowed you to do it. You overcame my resistance and prevailed over me. Now I have become a constant laughingstock. Everyone ridicules me. For whenever I prophesy, I must cry out, violence and destruction are coming. This message from the Lord has made me an object of continual insults and derision. Sometimes I think I will make no mention of his message. I will not speak as his messenger anymore. But then his message becomes like a fire locked up inside of me, burning in my heart and soul. I grow weary of trying to hold it in. I cannot contain it. I hear many whispering words of intrigue against me. Those who would cause me terror are everywhere. They are saying, come on, let's publicly denounce him. All my so-called friends are just watching for something that would lead to my downfall. They say, perhaps he can be enticed into slipping up, so we can prevail over him and get our revenge on him. But the Lord is with me to help me like an awe-inspiring warrior. Therefore, those who persecute me will fail fail. And will not prevail over me they will be thoroughly disgraced because they did not succeed their disgrace will never be forgotten o lord of heaven's armies you test and prove the righteous you see into people's hearts and minds pay them back for what they have done because i trust you to vindicate my cause sing to the lord praise the lord for he rescues the oppressed from the clutches of evildoers Cursed be the day I was born. May that day not be blessed when my mother gave birth to me. Cursed be the man who made my father very glad when he brought him the news that a baby boy had been born to him. May that man be like the cities that the Lord destroyed without showing any mercy. May he hear a cry of distress in the morning and a battle cry at noon. For he did not kill me before I came from the womb, making my pregnant mother's womb my grave forever. Why did I ever come forth from my mother's womb? All I experience is trouble and grief, and I spend my days in shame.